Welcome to the PDPW Podcast, brought to you by Professional Dairy Producers, Dairy's professional development organization. Welcome to another PDPW Podcast, and I am thankful for the people of PDPW and all that they do to add value to us and to our businesses. I would love to talk to you about cows and calves and crops in our environment and all of the things that we do in our businesses every day to help feed the world. But these podcasts are supposed to be focused on people. And it's one of the reasons why I'm thankful and and proud to be a part of them because I believe that it's people that are what's most important and valuable on this planet. So today's podcast is Angels on Earth. And don't worry, don't worry, this isn't some heavy, strong, spiritual message that you're supposed to hear in in church rather than on a podcast. But I do believe it's a message that is really important for the season that we're currently living in. See, the news seems to have no shortage of killings, beatings, even horrific family events that seem like they should never happen continual reports of mass shootings or killings of innocent people. And what's even more surprising to me is oftentimes the killers or the perpetrators in these horrific events don't even know or understand why they did it. I'm not trying to bring a focus to these horrific events, but at the same time, Don't try to tell me that evil is not at work in our world today. There's plenty of clear evidence of that. It is far worse than the season of my childhood. You didn't see these kinds of events. So then one might ask, with all of the evil that's going on in our world today, where are the angels? I believe they're also at work. They just rarely ever make the news. They're quietly going about their work seemingly unnoticed. As a matter of fact, I believe they're all around you. I also believe that every single day, they're coming towards you or walking past you. And I believe that they speak, work, and act through people. Okay, maybe that's a stretch for you. And you can choose what you wish to believe. But if you want to be a a part of maybe changing the course of what's going on, or at least trying to highlight some of the good in our world today, and being a part of that movement, then I encourage you to listen on. I'm going to tell you a a true story about, I think, a, um, a clear angel in action in my life as a child. And, and I could, I could, talk to you for hours about uh, many of those wonderful incidences that have happened up until my time today. This one was as an early teenager. I, of course, as many of you know, had the opportunity to grow up on a farm, and I had plenty of jobs and responsibilities, and I loved it, still do, but I had this entrepreneurial spirit who had I guess a, a, a hunger or desire to accomplish more 
So as a very young teenager, I decided to start my first business. And of course, at that age, you're kind of limited on what you can do as a business person. But I got this idea that I could sell firewood. So we didn't even have a chainsaw on our farm, so I took some of the birthday money and things that I had saved up and went and bought myself a brand new chainsaw. I went out to the woods, and I began to cut firewood. And I cut the firewood into four-foot lengths. I'd put these chunks of wood on my shoulder and carry them to the outside edge of the woods. I stacked them all up. And then I talked my dad into letting me use our pickup truck. Yes, I was too young to drive and shouldn't have been driving. And I believe me, I didn't. Uh, the only road work, the only road time I spent was crossing from our field to our farmstead. But I hauled all of that wood home and I cut it up into 16 inch lengths. I stacked it all up real nice and straight into face cord size piles. And then I excitedly put an ad in the paper, firewood for sale. And I had visions of firewood America. People would come from all over America to buy firewood from me. Isn't it interesting how as a child, we're not, able to, not only able to see bigger, but we believe bigger. And some of that seems to diminish or go away as we get older. But anyway, I put my ad in the paper, and I excitedly sat by the phone waiting for it to ring. And sure enough, I got a call, my first firewood customer. And he said, can I come by this Saturday to pick up some firewood? I said, yes. And I couldn't wait for Saturday. As I sat at the kitchen window looking, waiting, sure enough, in the driveway pulls an old lime green international scout. I raced out to meet him. Yes, he was my firewood customer. I was a little bit concerned because maybe you don't know, but an international scout, you don't see him around anymore. But they were my first version, or maybe everyone's, the first version of an SUV. It was like a, a, a covered vehicle. Who comes in an SUV to pick up firewood? I expected a truck or a vehicle pulling a trailer. But anyway, I, I point towards the firewood pile, which just happened to be inside a little enclosure. It was wintertime. It was inside. Um, it was actually a, a fenced-in area where our young heifers went during the summer, but at this time in the winter, they weren't outside. So I stacked this firewood in there because it was out of the way. So I went to the gate of this area and um, helped him back up to the gate, gave him the universal farmer sign to stop, and then I waited. And it seemed like it took him a long time, but finally the driver's side door opened. He slowly swung to the left and then carefully and slowly slid down the edge of his seat onto the ground and I could tell something was wrong. Because as he limped with his cane to the back of his vehicle, 
I could clearly see that something wasn't right with one of his legs, and I'm guessing it was a prosthetic leg. But I didn't pay a lot of attention. He came to the back, opened up his tailgate, sat on it, and I began to haul my firewood and place it in his vehicle. And I had three or four armfuls in his vehicle. He hadn't said a word. He took his cane and he wrapped me on my shoulder. And he said, Sonny, I need to tell you something. He said, you need to use your head instead of your feet. I had no idea what he was talking about. And I'm not proud of this, but the thought that ran through my mind was, I cut all of this firewood. I cut it into four-foot lengths. I hauled it out to the edge of the woods on my shoulder. I cut it into 16-inch lengths and stacked it all up in here. Who is he to be telling me what I should or shouldn't be doing with this firewood? Like I said, I'm not proud of the thought that raced through my mind. But he said, let me show you what I mean. And he slid off the tailgate, made his way back into the vehicle, back through the gate around the corner, and right up to the firewood pile. He came to the back of his vehicle, sat on the tailgate, and didn't say another word. I finished loading his vehicle. He gave me his check, and he left. Mr. Swanner probably spoke less than 50 words to me. I never invited him into my life, didn't recognize his value until many, many years later. He changed the course of my life, changed the course of my thinking. Use your head instead of your feet. Work smarter, not harder. Understand that in everything you do, there should be purpose and thought. I've never, in all of my years as I've told this story or spoke to people, I've never run into anybody else with the name Swanner. Yes, he was a person. But I believe he's one of those people who was allowing an angel to speak through him to me. And I have people, I have angels, who are speaking through people, some of them who keep me grounded and focused. There's a person who encourages me and believes in me. There's one who stretches pushes me to the edge, helps me come closer to all that I have the potential to be, yet never allows me to give up. I see many who are always speaking good, kind, considerate words, not only about me or my family, but about others. So let me ask you, who are you allowing to speak or act through you? Listen to your words as you speak to other people. Be more aware of the actions that you take. Read your comments that you put on Facebook or other social media. You see, I believe that you are a vessel. And like a ship, you can choose what you are carrying or delivering. Our thanks to leader, speaker, and fourth-generation dairy farmer Hank Wagner for being our guest on today's PDPW podcast. And a reminder, for more resources and other podcasts, head to pdpw.org. Thanks for listening, and have a great week.